1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea.
1: Help. <laughs> We're <laughs> <Or> 20 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hi hey hello welcome back to 20 whatever so uh today
0: we are gonna talk about some personal breakthroughs we've had in our 20s get a little
1: deep there yeah 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 and it might might hurt a little bit but
0: i honestly want to start off by saying that yes personal breakthroughs but i feel like it's still like whatever at least i'm gonna say it's i'm still actively working on every single day like if I'm like, oh, this is a personal breakthrough. Oh, baby, I'm still climbing the mountain. It's like an active thing that I have to practice every day and remind myself. Yeah. Like, the problem is not solved, but we're just aware of it now. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I feel like that's half the battle. Just being aware of like, oh, my gosh, like maybe that's not serving me anymore. Or I need mm-hmm. to make a change or something. Yeah. And that feels like half the battle, because if you don't even know
1: what you need to better like you're right like, or or, you know, and you don't acknowledge or like oh, try to like fix man. it or whatever, like that's a thing, too
0: i feel like i almost got nervous writing these things down because i'm like oh man these have been like huge game changers for the way i like think about myself and like interact with my life and myself right right. what are the things in five years that i'm doing now that i'm either ignoring or i'm not aware of that i'm gonna be like oh my gosh like Like, girl you, you guys we're gonna hear this episode back and be like like I remember that and like that was so huge but oh girl you don't even know right, what like right. else you learn and discover that you want to change like right. y- and you're so right about writing these down i was like and and i'm let me let me start this off with um i was when i was preparing for this i was thinking okay yes that is something that is a breakthrough for me but i know that i'm still actively working at it and i was like but you know what that's still a breakthrough because it, it i'm aware that it needs to change so i think that my first breakthrough at least most recently, that I know that I'm aware of and I know that I want to work at it is my people-pleasing. Mm. I am so aware that my people-pleasing tendency is no longer serving me. And I think I realized it mostly when it had to do with I felt like I was no longer being authentic to myself. And mm. that was some- that's something that I really want to keep practicing. And realizing that i'll attract more things and opportunities in my life that if i'm authentic to myself and what what's not for me won't be for me but what is will will come and i caught myself just saying like yes to everything i wasn't even thinking i was just like i, I was a yes gal like yep yep can do it I, I can do it absolutely i don't even know what i'm saying yes to and i'm already right. like yep I, I can do that girl you don't even know what they're asking me to
1: do <laughs> right right but
0: i just wanted to be to feel like you could count on me and like abs like I'm down and I just always a helping hand. So I think I, it it came to fruition more when I was like, okay, girl, you just said yes right away and you didn't even think about what that event even entails. Do you feel like you were caring more about like fulfilling other people than actually fulfilling yourself and your own needs and desires, Ab? Absolutely. I was putting their needs first, what they need. I wasn't even thinking about myself. Like I was just saying, yes, I can do that. Or, you know, and I wasn't putting myself first. And then I started thinking and was like, wait, so who's thinking about you and who's looking out for what you actually want? Mm. And how are you going to show up as yourself and answer? Mm. So that was the hard part, realizing that I wasn't putting myself first because, you know, who's your number one girl? It's like has to be your own self. and right. In that small little thing, you're like, wow, you're like kind of not doing doing what's for you.
1: Do you think like when you were because you were saying like you wanted to you wanted people to know that they could count on you and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But was it still at the end of the day something that like you were doing to help make yourself feel good? Mm. Or was it really like I really want them to feel good, but I want them to like want to ask me or really want to like me? Or was it like
0: I honestly think that. That's like yes and no, because right. Ultimately, like my first instinct is to be like, yes, I genuinely do want to help. So I wasn't even thinking about myself like in that moment of me, people pleasing and just saying like, yes, and like, oh, sure, whatever the group wants. It was just it was instinctual like i i like that's why it's such a breakthrough because i didn't even know that i was not putting myself first or even not even checking in with me about what i wanted to do mm. right you're just thinking of course this is this is good for them it's good for me everything's right. fine and then and you, it's easier yeah and and and, and there's a part right. of that where i was just like i'm kind of and and i knew uh, people were referring to me she's very easygoing so i'm like mm. what's an easygoing person do you you're always like oh i'm down with the flow guess what babies. I want to create my own flow nowadays. Yep. I'm like, mm. I know what I want. And um, so I need to start speaking on that. And maybe my friends or family or others won't be so happy about it. Then maybe that leads to another conversation of, okay, then, you know, that label of easygoing. Was that something that was like put on you from a young age? Like, oh, Paloma, she's so easygoing. Oh, yeah, she's an easy going person she's an easy baby never cried never complained mm. she's been an adult since she was a little girl oh mm. she's got it handled and so i knew that i i could do it right because right. well, you like, felt like you had to live up of oh, i'm paloma i'm easygoing right yeah. i think sometimes when those labels are put on us from a young age we feel like we have to continue to live up to that mm-hmm. yeah right yeah and it's like well maybe you were easygoing when you were four Right. And maybe you're not actually wanting to be that way now, but you feel like you have to be because that's who Paloma that's is. That's who right. I am. And that's yeah. like the label that I was putting onto my identity. And, and all of a sudden, if I'm causing problems and being like, well, I don't actually think that I kind of want pizza, like something so small, like we're deciding that. And I would genuinely just be like, oh, well, I really don't want pizza, but I know that the gr- like just for the greater good, I guess that was like the, main, <laughs> right. for the greater good. I'm just going to take the small sacrifice but then the sacrifices start adding up and then right, it's fine right, when it's pizza right.
1: yeah but it's yeah. not
0: fine when it's your mental health right it's not fine when it's choices that you're making for
1: your right. life agree and also easygoing like so um not sticking up for myself like, what's easygoing yeah. like for you to you're able to like walk all over me or like you know that i'm gonna do something so you only ask me because you know i'm not gonna say no like That's not easy going. That's you being able to take advantage of me. And I know
0: that that has affected me so much in my life where they're like, oh, just ask Paloma because you know she'll say yes. Like, she'll just do it. And then I get caught up and and then I'm like, I don't want to say yes anymore. But they're used to just knowing that I can and I always, Paloma, I can always count on you. And I'm like, well, I don't want to not be like
1: dependable. dependable." That's hard
0: too because that positive reinforcement, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that just feeds into itself of that like people pleasing self-fulfillment of just Okay, Paloma is easygoing. So we ask her people are so appreciative when Paloma is easygoing Mm -hmm. So then I have to continue being Easygoing because you're just continuing that cycle, right? And and even a part of me It's like you see how people react to when people aren't people pleasing like i've been on the side of the table where they're like Well, can you believe they're just being so difficult or this and i'm like and I don't want to be seen as difficult because It's not that deep and sometimes i'm like It just doesn't seem that serious. So I'll just, yeah, sure, whatever you want. But okay, girl, you got to Like, like you said, we can't (laughs) do that to every single thing. So I think what I've been currently trying to apply to my life so I can keep trying to check in with myself and not just overly people pleasing. And obviously, if what we want to do for lunch is pizza, I'm like, okay, we'll do pizza. I don't care. Uh, And and I'm like, that's something that I'm like, okay with like being easygoing about or going with the flow, because obviously, like, it's fine. But I think that something that has brought me back is taking a pause before mm. answering. Mm, I, that's so I, small, but so important.
1: Right. I am so well,
0: that might be another breakthrough, but like being <laughs> so reactive, like as soon as someone says something, I'd be like, yep, like I'm already thinking about like, y- yep, yep, absolutely. You're already thinking about your response. I'm already thinking about my response and they haven't even told me what like what is necessary. So I'm like, Paloma, when you're communicating and going about things and making plans because you get excited and you're like, oh, yeah, let's totally do this. and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you need to stop and really listen and think and pause and like, is this something you want to do and can you actually commit and will that actually make you happy? And sometimes I've even found myself now even speaking up a little bit more for myself saying, honestly, can I actually think about it and I'll get back to you? Oh, my gosh, I didn't know I could say that. <laughs> Until like a friend texted me was like hey, I'm actually not sure. Can I get back to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, wait a minute. I could say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's an option. That's right. an option. Why, why did I automatically just think that I had to like do that? I don't know. Couldn't tell you a breakthrough. So wow. now she's trying to stop check in with myself and think, is this what I want to do? Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, how will this serve me? And moving forward. So that's been. But listen, I will again want to say every day you have to <laughs> remind yeah. yourself don't just like yes 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 <laughs> right 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 i feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with it's just so much easier to say yes because then once you say no well then it's your problem now
1: right and you're right. like oh right so because um, the, the, oh, i feel like the uh, opposite of that we do know the people who are like who do have an issue with everything like every decision is mm-hmm. made like no i don't want to do that i don't i just want to like and you're like girl can't you just for once just, Just agree. go with like, it's yeah, fine. But and so you really don't want to be that person yeah, either. Yeah. Like you want to be flexible.
0: Mm-hmm. Going back to what Ryan said about you, you don't want to be that person. Like always being like, oh, ruffling feathers, shall we say. Right. And usually I noticed that that person usually kind of gets what they want and what ends up happening. We're always like, okay, let's actually check with them before we do anything. Because usually they'll make a fuss about it. I'm like, it's like the squeaky wheel really gets the you know, the oil, like they say, but that's so true because you don't get anything unless you ask for it. And how did they even know that you didn't even want that? I was just like going, yep. So
1: true. No, true. Do you feel me, Ryan? I do. Okay, good. I do. (laughs) I do. I do. I can name a few people off top of my head, but that kind of, kind of goes along with what one of my personal breakthroughs were. Uh, One of my personal breakthroughs are is um, I'm not too much. Maybe you're just not enough.
0: Write that down.
1: Write that down. Write that down. That is so good. That's right in my good. You know, and I feel like I didn't really realize this until I got older because I grew up. I'm a very dramatic person. You know, we love a good theater gal. Uh, But I was I've always been that way. Just like, I'm like three years old dancing in front of the dishwasher because that's the only place I can see my reflection. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm giving the performance of my life, right? Or something's happening at school and I come home like, mom, can you believe that's so (laughs) and so? Like I'm going off, right? Right. And my parents were always like, you are so dramatic. Like it is Mm. not like, reel it in. Yeah, I feel that. Reel it in. Like it's not, everything doesn't have to be so. And then if I'm ever upset, then it's like, you know, again, a performance, dramatic. not on purpose, but it, it's really mm-hmm, dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so, and every emotion I had was really dramatic, I guess. And I felt, and I got tired of hearing that. Yeah. So then I just shut them all off, and there was no more emotion. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, how about here's nothing? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you can't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. Mm. Like I would say, you know, my little piece, and then I was done. And then that kind of became a part of my personality where i was like oh yeah i don't really care about anything like i don't care yeah do- mm-hmm.
0: wow you're upset oh
1: not me couldn't be me you're yeah. crying couldn't be me mm. you know what i mean and like i used that as a way to like hide because i just didn't want people to tell me how dramatic i was being mm-hmm. and i unfortunately used that against other people too when people would cry and be like you know and have all these emotions i'd be like you got you're so dramatic like
0: calm Mm -hmm. down
1: it's not that deep and i would like weaponize them just like i was i used to get
0: you're like unknowingly taking those same things
1: that made you shut it off Mm -hmm. and kind of sending them to the next person yeah and it obviously caused a lot of problems like i would do that like in my last relationship i would be like why why are you so upset about this? this is not that deep like do you see me out here crying about this and that and the third like first of all why would you ever say that to somebody who's like being emotional about something that they're obviously allowed to feel like but then I had to take a step back and be like oh well you remember how that felt yeah Mm -hmm. like that was something that you felt all the time and so I I internalized that obviously and it became out an outward thing but it wasn't that I was too dramatic or too much like maybe that for you that was too much but it's not up to you it's not up to anybody to tell someone that they're doing too much and they're being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Because even if for you that's dramatic, like I cut my finger and I'm like, I'm literally going to die. Maybe that might be a dramatic response. But if I feel that way, I feel that way. Right. The, the emotions are real. Right. I feel very
0: similar to you. And that's something that I've had to realize is like, OK, maybe I'm reacting to this thing in a more extreme way than the average person would. Mm-hmm. But it's very real to me right it's it's and if you're having that reaction and you're sobbing because of something that would not make someone else sob right
1: it doesn't make those tears any less real right right Right. and then i I feel like especially with like dating or even friends but i feel like mostly with dating when people are like you're just like they're just too much like they're Mm. just too much sweetie have you ever thought maybe you're not enough And also, that's okay. Yeah. I require a lot of uh, maintenance and I require, require, you know, somebody to be up there with the dramatics just like me. Otherwise, you really are going to look at me like I'm out of my mind. Yeah. And if you don't got it, you don't got it. I'm so (laughs) sorry.
0: Well, I think it makes a lot of sense now that you surround yourself with people like us. Yeah.
1: yeah she's like yeah check out paloma yeah. i got a really right. dramatic one right right so and it, and it like i said you know in the other episodes like she would be crying all the time in the apartment and i'm like i just wish maybe you would stop doing that <laughs> because we're not like nothing is even happening but because i got so used to it and i knew that i could like really have those moments of vulnerability with you mm-hmm. i'm able to be more vulnerable with a lot more people and not feel like they're going to tell me I'm being dramatic or I'm doing too much.
0: When do you think you realize that? Like, when did that breakthrough happen for you?
1: Well, I think when I went through like my last breakup, I was like not well. Mm -hmm. And it was like the first time that I had like really cried like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I like couldn't do like regular things. And that was like truly the first time that I had ever gone through something like that. And the whole time I was like, this feels really dramatic. Like, I don't understand why this is that big of a deal and why I'm acting this way. And then after feeling how I was feeling and really realizing what the magnitude was of that, I was like, no, this is the correct response. And I don't even have anyone telling me that I'm being dramatic. Yeah. This is just like you're allowed to really feel this right now.
0: And do you think that there was like a part of you telling you like, Brian, you're being dramatic, like stop. Like, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That voice. The, the same voice for the little girl in front of the dishwasher. Yep. Turn yeah. it off. That's too, too, too much. You're being too much. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. Sad.
0: But it's so good yeah. that you're yeah. here now.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also, like, deepening your emotions and, like, hiding them only calls for an eruption. It's like, you know, mm. when you stuff that shit down, like, it's going to come up. It doesn't go away. No. When you shove it down, it just builds. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a really, really big one for me that I am actively working on. Like Paloma said, like this is something it's, that's an everyday thing. So but I'm, I'm glad to be here that I've noticed now and that I take time to stop and think about my emotions and like truly, truly feel them. And if that means I have to cry or scream in my pillow or do whatever it is, like I allow myself to do that and I move on. Like,
0: yeah, you give yourself permission to feel your emotions yes. more openly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: phrase right there. I think is something that so many people need to hear. Yeah. To give yourself permission to feel those emotions. Yeah. Whether they're positive or negative. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta shout. Yeah. You yeah. know, or like break something. I don't know. But like, that's fair and valid. Yeah. And then you move. Oof. that's that me. good Here's one. Wonderwall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good.
1: Yeah, that was very
0: really good. I was just Sierra. Okay. So I think the <laughs> one I want to start with, because I can't, I, I don't know if we said this already, but we're each going to do three. Um, I think the one I want to start with is actually the one that is uh, the it was the first one of Mm. these three. I think this is something I realized in my very early 20s, um, which is just that waiting to live my life until I could change my body to the way I thought it should be Mm. took so much from me. Mm -hmm. And I don't do that anymore Mm. that I I I convinced myself that I wanted to lose weight for me and for my health, or that I wanted to change my body for that. It was never about that, looking back at it. It was solely about, I want to do this list of things, and I can't do that until I lose weight. None of those things actually had anything to do with my weight. It wasn't like, I want to do this thing, and my body is actually holding me back. I realized that all of those things were my brain holding me back. Yep. I get so sad, especially now in the summertime, thinking about, how much I missed out on because I was like, well, I'll do that when I lose weight. Mm. Sometimes it's something as simple as like, oh, I, I love crop tops. I'll wear a crop top when I am this size. But other times it's like I didn't go to things. I didn't especially I think a big reason I stopped acting was I was uncomfortable with the idea that I could only play fat roles. Right. And I needed to, especially at the time, because I was more mid size. I either needed to lose weight or gain weight to play the roles I wanted to play. Right. I think I didn't go to a lot of events. I And when I would go, I would sit on the sideline, which is not who I am at all. Right. I am the one who wants to be doing it all in the middle of everything. If we're at a wedding, I'm on the dance floor. If we're at the beach, I'm in the water. Like, that's just who I am. Right. But I didn't for many, many years. And I just realized... I need to stop waiting to do the things I want to do until my body changes. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, that's a really stupid reason to change my body. Mm -hmm. Mm Right. Because I want to wear up. I want to wear a crop top. Wear the crop top now. Right. There was no actual reason that it came back to. And I think when I realized that, I felt free. And that allowed me to do things like I, I had already started my YouTube channel before I had that breakthrough, but it was only about eight or nine I was only about eight or nine months in, and when I had that realization, I just felt free like i i used i I, I used to edit my photos so much in those right. early days in like late teens up to like twenty I think is when I had that breakthrough, and it was because I was like well I can't. I can't post on Instagram unless I look this way. Right. And so I would just make myself look that way through editing apps. Mm. And like, they didn't actually change me, but it changed my mental state. Cause I was like, this is who, this is who I want to present to the world. Right. Right. And what actually spurred on that realization was a family member told me, um, it was when Steven and I were engaged that I needed to, uh, uh, they showed me a, a photo of me that was heavily face tuned And also from when I was struggling with disordered eating and said, this should be motivation for you. You should get back to looking like this um, before your wedding. Because it was right after we got engaged. I had like a year and a half. So she was like, you have plenty of time. Here's your motivation. And I was so upset. I sobbed um, because I think I was embarrassed. And also looking back, I think I thought it was true. I do need to lose weight to get married, and I do need to look different to be able to make that commitment. Which is so stupid, right? What does that right. have
1: anything to do with my body mm-hmm. and my appearance? And also, shame on you, yes, for right. saying anything to me yep. about my body, right?
0: Like who? And and that was, I think, a big part of that breakthrough was realizing it actually doesn't have anything to do with me. It has yep. to do with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And so I think that was kind of twofold in that breakthrough of what you say about my body. Is about you more than it's about me. And also, I'm not going to I'm not going to delay my wedding. Right. 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 I'm not going to sit on the sidelines at the beach. I'm not going to not wear the dress I want to wear. I'm going to do it. And if my body changes, whether I gain weight or lose weight, that's fine. It doesn't change me living my life. And I think that was the breakthrough that kind of signaled everything because right after that. Is when I started making videos about body confidence and body positivity mm. because I was start I was a a baby body confidence girl like I, I it was so basic of just like I love myself, but that was radical, right,
1: right, <laughs> right. So after that was said to you, was that the actual moment where you were like, I, something has to change? Yes, it was okay. like
0: honestly, it was like a what did they call it in the Loki show? It was a. A Nexus event it was like Mm. that changed my path I can pinpoint that very moment in just the wheels turning and like everything changed for me and I had already gained a small following on YouTube I think it was like 20,000 subscribers or maybe a little more than that but it's interesting you know who knows if it was just the luck of the algorithm or it was that change in me but that's actually when I started to gain a following much quicker Mm. And maybe it's because I was being more genuinely myself. Right. And maybe it's because I had a greater purpose to my channel other than just I want to make videos. Right. Mm -hmm. I really felt like this message has changed my life and more people need to hear it. And I was, that was like the driving force and really still is behind everything I do. I don't want anyone else to waste their I don't want to say waste their life but you know like miss out on things yeah waste those opportunities waste those moments whether it's not wearing the clothes you want to wear or it's like not going to an event or not going for the job interview you want because you feel like you your body isn't good enough that just reminds me so much of you feel like you don't deserve it and that takes me to mine which is I don't have to wait for a major milestone to be happy Mm -hmm. it was that like
1: damn (laughs)
0: I don't have to wait to achieve something or be at at this goal and then I get to be happy. Like once I reach that or once I do that or get that, then I can be happy up until then. I guess I'm not happy like because I'm not where I need quote unquote need to be. And that was, I think, my mentality leaving college. I was like, okay, I need to get a job and do what I'm passionate about. And once you do that, then you'll be good, girl. Yeah. Oh, well, nobody tells you that. There's a lot of time that happens in between once you get the quote unquote dream career. And it's really hard once you achieve that. And then you get there and you're like, this is it. I was waiting to be happy until I got this. A job. Right. That's exactly right. how I felt when I actually did lose weight, because I thought once I get here, all my problems are solved. I will be right, happy. Right. Everything's good. I lost a bunch of weight going into college because I convinced myself. I will be the person who I want to be at college and I will be happy because now I'm going to be free to do all these things. Right. I had I never felt more insecure in my life than after that because I put pressure on myself. Yeah. This finally when I get there everything will be good. I'll be happy. I have this milestone I'm working towards. I was so deeply insecure and uncomfortable with my body and myself and i was so like disappointed right <laughs> because right. i was like this fixed nothing right yeah why do we think that i mean this is a loaded question we probably don't know the answer but, <laughs> but why do we think that we don't deserve to be happy until we attain something like what in our brain is like right. yep once i oh once i'm able to buy that car or buy that apartment or oh my gosh once i move there that i think was oh. the biggest yeah, thing yeah. Too. it's like people are like you know what i just need to leave my hometown and once i travel to new york city i'm gonna get there and i'm gonna be <laughs> so happy <laughs> oh girl i hate to break <laughs> it at to me, you at me at me, <laughs>
1: at me. <laughs> you know because right, right because that's something that we yeah. all do we, well it's like we we just decide or like think that we can't enjoy the process of something mm-hmm. and like allow our lives to go a certain or, or a different way like you're like okay i know this when i get to this point then i can do it which is fine And you know, have your goals like if you want to like whatever but enjoy the process of getting that thing and also allow your life to change course
0: and that's honestly the the work that i'm continuously doing every day which is you don't have to wait to be happy. You need you're here now, and you only have now. So be uh-huh. happy and so thankful for everything you have now. And I, I I like I I've started to romanticize my life, like they say on TikTok. Like start doing this. I I, I get my boyfriend panning to me. Are you romanticizing your life again? I'm like <laughs> right. yes, I yes I am. I have like my coffee, and I just like open the front door, and I'm just like smelling, closing my eyes, and I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm like I'm just so blessed to be here, and like. Even have these moments of peace and just right. little things that you don't, I guess I wasn't focusing on before. I wasn't being, uh, not present, but I, w- I wasn't. Kinda. But, but what's that one specific word that you weren't appreciate? Like you're not, they tell you to do this. They're like, you need to be. Gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> that's yeah. the word. Gratitude. <laughs> Practicing gratitude. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Has made me so happy because I'm like, you are so, so blessed. Yeah, I can't keep going or I'll keep crying because I'm so happy. (laughs) But do you feel like when what you were saying, chasing those those tentpole moments, those big milestones? Yeah. When you got there, this thing you've been waiting for, I'll be happy when I get there. Did you enjoy it? I wasn't enjoying it as much because I was more focused on the end than than the journey itself. And do you feel like then when you got there, you immediately switched to what's the next milestone? Yeah. Right. Because that was a huge problem for me in my early 20s. Yeah. It was with YouTube when I got to 50,000 subscribers, 100,000, a million. It was with my relationship when we move in together, when we get engaged, Mm -hmm. when we get married, when we have kids, when we buy a house. It was I almost didn't enjoy actually getting there because as soon as I did. What's next? What's next? Yep. What's next? And plan and thinking and just okay. Got to do that. And and I'm like, I don't know if it's that part of that, the work hustle culture that in like ingrained in us too. That we're like, we have to always be chasing what's next. Or, well, I, I honestly, don't know.
1: I really feel like. It's something that happens when we're growing up, mm-hmm. because if you haven't seen, you know, your family for a while or whatever, and especially if you're acting, if you're if you're doing like performance, you're like, so what's next? <gasps> oh, oh so no. What, so what you go? What you Wait, doing after you guys, school? Maybe
0: we all just need to stop asking each other what's next. Yeah. How about like what's now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I, I just went to an event and I obviously was like catching up with some people that you haven't seen a long time at this wedding. And then they're like, oh, my gosh. So, like, when's the next movie? and i well i haven't been booked in a movie so like me telling you well not gonna be doing a movie like it, like i have to tell you that i have not achieved that i'm gonna be in an upcoming movie like right. why, why are you coming out the gates like so it's the, what, it's the what's, what's next so what's yeah. so what, you, what you got coming up yeah i feel like people do that especially to high schoolers going into college yeah so wh- what happens when you graduate where are you going what are you doing what are you majoring in Oh, well, yeah. don't major in that because that's not a lucrative career. You right. Like it's like, right, right. right. So yeah. do you feel like practicing those small moments of gratitude has allowed you to be more present and also not constantly rush to the next Absolutely. milestone? Absolutely. And I, I'm not, I didn't stop planning for my future, knowing my goals, but now I'm more focused on enjoying myself getting to these goals rather than mm-hmm. just the goals themselves. And Just looking at everything and being like, wow, I'm so grateful. Like, look, look at life. Yeah. (laughs) Look at these trees. Right. Look at that water. You know, like it's just so small things that I didn't, I guess, appreciate or was grateful and present for before. So people do that a lot with pregnancy and parenthood in both a positive Mm. and a negative way. Mm. Like if you say something like positive, like you're loving this stage in a positive way. Oh, just you wait. It gets so much better at this point. Or just mm. you wait till they do this. And then they also do it in a negative way. If I'm like, oh man, like when I was pregnant, oh, I am not sleeping. I couldn't even finish the sentence. Just you wait, you'll never sleep again. Oh, right, right, And it's like, well, maybe not just you wait. Maybe I am not sleeping now and maybe I will or maybe I won't later. Right. right. But like, this is what I'm dealing with now. Right. right.
1: Also, I feel like the word happy, I'm so happy right now. And like, fair you... It, I hope that everyone is happy. But the reality is, is that you're probably not going to be happy all the time. But I don't Mm -hmm. think that that's the goal. I think the goal is to feel content.
0: That is, I think, a breakthrough that I need to have of the... Well, honestly, I think it's something I am working on. Toxic positivity. That like you do not need to love yourself and your life and your body and your job all the time. And telling yourself if oh my God, why don't I love this? Why don't I love that? That's
1: not realistic. Right, right, right. Like, and a- you're like chasing happiness, which yeah. is yeah. fine. Like I, we all want to be happy. But the reality is, is that we live in a world that's tragic. <laughs> <laughs> your life can sometimes be tragic. Your relationships yeah. and things that happen or you could kind of just be floating and everything is kind of fine. That doesn't mes- necessarily make you happy, but you're like, oh, but you know, we out, we out here. I'm yeah. content, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm chilling, yeah. yeah. And that's also fine yeah. and good. yeah agreed agreed Uh, so what's your next one one. all right okay my second one is never beg someone to love you now Mm. that feels and sounds like obvious right but if it's happening unwarranted right like if you're with someone or you're like or someone has always been there to love you and something happens and they're not trying to like love you anymore or they're like feeling like it needs to be a little less you're like but wait let me show you and and tell you why you should love me and why why this shouldn't end and like let me let me try to explain to you and prove to you that i'm enough that i'm enough Mm -hmm. and why you should continue but the problem with that is just like you aren't gonna just love everyone not everyone's gonna continue to love you and also recognizing that like there's a season for things, there's a season for people and everything that happens within that season is valid and fair and whatever but sometimes things come to an end and I feel like my biggest issue with this one specifically is feeling like if I don't have you and I don't have what we have, then no one one else is gonna give me that. Mm. I'm never gonna be loved like this. I'm never, like no one's ever gonna love me.
0: So I have to do whatever I can to to keep keep you. you. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And which is, one, false. Like, that's not true. But in those moments, it feels like if I literally don't have this and I don't have anything, Yeah, especially, you know, the road that it takes to get you to that place. Sometimes I feel like specifically in this situation, like I learned a lot from my last relationship, like good and bad things. And I think that like, This was one of the things that I went through where I was like literally begging, like y'all embarrassing could never be me now (laughs) ever. Like, (laughs) I hope you leave
0: because you had that breakthrough, but you had to to go through
1: that where I was literally like begging. It was it might as well have been hands and knees like bad. And just because I was so afraid to be alone, I was afraid that I was going to I was embarrassed I was like I'm going to have to tell people mm-hmm. that we broke up and I just made a huge I just did the most to be with you. Right. And here we are now and it's over and I'm like freaking out. But when you lose that like sense of not s- self, but like you kind of lose your your dignity a little bit. Mm. I think I think
0: we've all lost our dignity a little bit in a breakup. Oh yeah. yeah. Of that like I think that it probably feels like that is something that is so embarrassing, right? That only right. happens to you. But I think it's it's so hard to let go of those things, mm-hmm. to let go of people, relationships, life situations when you feel like you gave up everything to have that. Yeah. And also that you feel like That is who you are.
1: Yeah. especially if it's not mutual, then it feels like you really, like, you have no power. Right. You're like, okay, so everything just fell apart. And here I am literally trying to duct tape this shit back together. Mm -hmm. But it's literally just you. And the person's like, this is not, no, no. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) But instead of just being like, yeah, this person doesn't love me. It's better to move on. It's like, I would do anything to have that back. Mm -hmm. So how do I... How do I keep them here? Let me throw everything at the wall and see what
1: sticks. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, like doing all of that isn't going to make them want to be with you anyway. Mm, right. Like if they wanted to be with you, they would They would be with you still. Mm-hmm. And you groveling on the ground and like losing your mind isn't going to make them want you more or back or anything
0: or even like you were saying like just trying to salvage it and but maybe trying to sit like save that situation you like change your own self and you're like oh maybe if i start doing this okay well well well, if i do this and i do that then you'll actually stay but then you're not even you're not you you're not you you're trying to fit what you think that they want
1: yep Mm, yep.
0: do you think that has to do with like control because then you're trying to control the situation so that you can feel safe
1: yeah Oh, absolutely! Yeah, like I, I would, I was doing anything, everything. Notice me, do the thing. Do you see that I, I, I'm working on that thing that you said was an issue? I fi- I fixed it. I, fi- I, I got, I got it. It's fine. Like we're, we we, we can just give me a, just give me a chance. Give me a moment. I was like, I just need one moment, mm-hmm. one moment. He's gonna be back here. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I got it. Yeah.
0: Well, and then let's say even if you did convince them, right, right, yeah. and they stayed. That is not an even playing field, right You are now forever, or maybe not forever, but for for this situation, gonna be always worried about uh them changing their mind again, mm-hmm. and always trying to just please them and do whatever you can. It's never gonna go back to the way it
1: was. No, how mm-hmm. can it? Yeah, it can. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing too, is like you also put them in a situation where they then it just expect you oh, to like yeah do all of the things
0: and and the worst part is like you're doing it not even for yourself you're doing yeah. these changes for another person yeah and you're like oh yeah. shit
1: yeah yeah you're like you're not even it, it's gone past the point of that you want them back it's like i want this real i want you to be in this relationship with me and also let's pretend like none of that ever happened but just like <laughs> you said no one's gonna forget yeah what happened and if they do take you back or whatever and something else happens all that does for you is create resentment yes
0: girl i i feel i i've been in a past relationship where i also felt where i was like oh I, it, something's pu- happening like they're kind of pulling away maybe if i just like start dressing like this doing this oh if i'm extra funny i'm even more easygoing like just all those things but then all of a sudden you're not even being authentic to yourself and you lose yourself that is how people yeah. lose themselves in relationships and things like that where you're like you're not even you anymore you're like not even standing for what you want you believe you're so busy fighting for their love that you're not even giving yourself love
1: right and how can you expect someone to want you and like go after you and do all this stuff if you don't even want like yourself yeah Yeah. like you're not even making it worth like you're not you're just chasing Mm -hmm. it's like a constant like chase and chase and like maybe if i was smarter and thought about it and been like okay that's fine do you when i was out here thinking about myself doing my thing maybe something else could have happened right but i was so busy trying to like control the situation that i didn't even allow myself to even like grieve properly Mm. that was the other thing too because then when it was really over and it was like done done i was like ah so it felt like i was breaking up for months right right, right right instead of like just going through the breakup doing what doing the thing and then moving on moving on, on i dra- i dragged that shit out which probably made it a lot more painful oh absolutely absolutely it did and then when i finally got it together and i was like okay it's fine i realized i actually don't want this so let's move i looked back at everything that i had done And I looked back on that whole situation and I was like, wow, um, I actually don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Why Mm -hmm. am I begging someone who is clearly telling me that they don't want to be with me anymore? Why would I want to be with them?
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: want someone who wants to be with me. You want someone who is enthusiastically in love with
0: you. Exactly. Not reluctantly because
1: you begged. begged. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like that's something we kind of go through, maybe not to that extreme, but when we're young, it's like we'll do anything to get the boys attention or we'll do anything. We just want. But like. Don't you want them to do anything for you? Like, Mm. don't you want them to try to get your attention? Yeah. And do the things for you? Like this is like an equal playing field, but like if you're always throwing yourself, how do you expect to receive anything?
0: You should have someone who is enthusiastically
1: accepting the love you're giving right and that's what you deserve right and also think like if i did convince them to stay what what makes me think that they're not every day like i'm here because ryan was like doing the most and i don't want her to feel bad like Mm -hmm. why would i even think that like okay we're fine now like it's fine if that was me and i did choose to stay with somebody who literally begged me i would be like how long do i have to like (laughs) Stay here. How long do I have to do this? Right. Because I don't really want to be here. And we both know that. I had a situation like that in high school
0: where uh, a guy begged and also threatened Mm. for me Uh to stay with him. And I did. And it ended very badly. And there was a lot of resentment and anger. And it was just a horrible situation. Um, And I felt like for like the last two months or so of that relationship, I was forced to stay because I was afraid of what would happen, right? What he would do to himself or to me, and I, neither of us were better off, right? I stayed because I felt like
1: I had no other option. Yeah, and that ends up obviously not helping the relationship at all. Like, like you said, it just it only made things worse, and it t- it ties it back to everything. Like, you shouldn't be convincing people to stay with you you don't you shouldn't be begging someone to love you if they love you and they want to be with you or you this could even be like family or friends like if they love you and accept mm-hmm. you then they just will and they're not going to try to change you they're not going to try to do all these things and you shouldn't be begging for someone to be a part of your life if yeah. and, and you should want people you should want people to be there if they don't want to be there yeah that's not helpful for you that's not helpful for them and and once you realize that and like i said now could never be me i simply and the people <laughs> in my night light and the people in my life know that if you don't want to be here there's a door go ahead it, that's fine i'm okay with that i'm so okay with it and i think it's because you just love yourself so much now yeah like you just you, yeah.
0: you know you're like not you just you know your worth and you know what it takes to be loved by someone else you know, yes. and, and what you deserve, like the love you deserve. And that's the bottom line. You deserve to be absolutely loved and.
1: Someone should be infatuated with you. And that's right, that's, right. that's the
0: only way It's either that or nothing. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. What's that? What's that quote that people say? You accept you accept the love you think you deserve. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Same vibe.
0: Uh well, now it's got to be love me or leave me, baby. No,
1: truly. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for nothing else. Mm. I know. Well, that's me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Miss Sierra. Oh,
1: yes. yes. Okay.
0: So this kind of goes hand in hand with my last one, which was, you know, not waiting to live my life. I changed the way that I valued myself. Um, But when I stopped valuing myself based on my weight and my appearance. I switched to valuing myself for my productivity and I thought I had fixed it, right? (laughs) I am not, I am not my body. I am not valued by what others think of me or if they think I'm attractive. I am valued by the work that I do and I'm very passionate about it, which was great, but I took it way too far. Mm -hmm. Um, That like, right? If I wasn't posting two videos a week on my main channel and multiple videos on the podcast and working my because this was before I quit my other job and working my, you know, normal job and, you know, doing all the things my personal life, I am pathetic and I have no value. And Mm. I shamed myself into working a unhealthy amount. And it was really unhealthy. And I definitely got burnout. Mm -hmm. And when that came crashing down, I was like, wait, if I if my value doesn't come from my appearance and my value doesn't come from my output, my productivity, wha- how do I know that I am uh, of value? Where does my right. worth come how from? How do you measure this? Yes, yeah. and it's so freaking simple, right? But it's just I value myself now by who I am right. and my relationships, and that if I if if I am not reaching the productivity that I want to. That does not make me any less valuable mm-hmm. as a person. Right. But I'm still working on it because, you know, I've scaled back with how much I post on on my mm-hmm. channels and I still f- I feel a lot of shame about that. Like, oh, my God, girl, you can't even post one video a week. Like, what's what's wrong with you? And it's like, OK, but that's not where my value is. Right. That's not how I'm defining my worth. Like, my worth is who I am, mm-hmm. what I value and my relationships. And I think it sounds so simple, right? Like, but but how do you value yourself? Right. And I almost had like an identity crisis because when I went from valuing myself based on my appearance and the more so even than my appearance, the perception that
1: others had of me and my mm. appearance, I went to my work. I feel like I I'm like listening to you say that, and I'm like I don't think I know where I feel like I'm of value or like why i do anything like yeah. i kind of just exist and now that i'm thinking about it i'm like ooh,
0: it's like a little existential it right is a little bit of like wait why why who am i and why do i why am i important and what do i do with my life it's, yeah it's it's really along the lines of like okay so what's my purpose like what am i what am i doing like what yeah. am i what am i doing and, yeah. and how do i make sure that i'm reaching my quote-unquote potential Potential. Mm. how am i reaching Mm. what my purpose is yeah and that's actually something that i'll probably discover later um but you you know where you're like you think sometimes that the job is the purpose you think sometimes uh achieving something's the purpose and then i got to a place where i was like maybe my purpose is just making people feel safe and that they can be themselves or i was like a puppy what is their purpose to make people happy and just to (laughs) is their literal purpose on this planet is just to love and be loved by other people i'm like why can't that be my purpose is to love and receive love what? like right. that's not enough that's more than enough that's more than right. enough but also right. i don't think we all have to have a purpose i think right, right there's this right. big push of like what's your purpose in life and it's like first of all that's probably gonna change a lot agreed right and that's okay mm-hmm. and second of all I don't know. Maybe we don't all have one. That's right. why. I, that's why I switched the script, and I was like, "It's just to be happy in love." Yeah. That's the good, because I couldn't come up with another purpose that made more sense. Right. Yeah. And, and that I think that's a mini breakthrough. Throw that in there. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it, I is. Know, it is. But I think once I switched from not valuing myself on my productivity, I started enjoying things more because I couldn't not work and not. That's a d- double negative But I couldn't not work And not feel bad about it Right If I if I wasn't working Like if I stopped work Even if it was like I worked until 9pm And then I went and took a bath I'd be like Think of all the things I could be doing with this time <gasps> And what am I doing here? Oh, Nothing Sarah. I know Oh my no, gosh when, you, when you're away from work You're thinking of work even Oh spending no yeah. t- It got so bad yeah. That I, spent, I couldn't spend time With my family Without feeling guilty about it Oh wow And that's Shame. when I I had to change things That oh. was probably a year before the pandemic that I had that big breakthrough where I remember we my aunts and uncles were in town. I had a video I had to finish and I had told myself, okay, I'm going to go spend three hours with them and then I'm going to come home and finish the video. Sure, that's fine, right? We, ha- we Sometimes we have to set right. priorities for work. I couldn't enjoy the time with my family when I was there. I didn't enjoy it. I was not present. I was worried. I was thinking I got to rush home. I got to do this and that. And so it became my obsession with productivity and hustle culture. It's, it's not only making me feel bad and it's not only making me feel like I, I have to work to be productive, but then when I'm not working, I can't even enjoy it. Right, right. So I, that was a big breakthrough. We have stickers now at confidentkind.com. We do. That say your worth is not defined by your productivity. Which yes. is so true. Yeah. yeah. Who, who sold us that? Well, capitalism maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. well, that's the thing, right? If we if we all have to hustle, wake up, wake up at four in the morning and do this and then stay up all night and then write every interview with every like, billionaire Billionaire. Mm -hmm. i wake up at three in the morning and i'm cryogenically (laughs) freezed before i go to my three hour workout (laughs) it's right it's it's yeah and then that convinces us well the only difference between them and me is that i am not that productive so if i want to be successful i gotta do that
1: well and they always say we all have the same 24 hours in a day and like if you just work really hard right now and like really go off and grind and grind and grind you'll be able to like do the thing and retire or whatever. I don't know, whatever they say.
0: And that's so not true, right? Because we don't all have the same 24 hours in a day. If someone has to take public transportation versus someone who has a private car that drives them around everywhere, uh, that's going to take you twice as long to get to work. Right. If you have a chef and you're not having to cook, well, of course you've got all this extra time to do things. Right. If you have childcare, if you have a housekeeper, like all of these things that make it, harder and take up our time right all right you guys this is my last one and i'm a little shy to it to to say it because it's so i i feel like we should i should know this in my heart of hearts but it's something that i had to learn um my last one is understanding that it's okay if you're not everyone's cup of tea Mm. you're okay i can be okay with not everyone liking me and that sounds so much easier than done because back in the day, the thought of someone not liking me was like, oh, it would send me to the ends of the earth. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? What can I say to fix that? Like, it, it's it's a me problem. It, did you it, feel like you have to change yourself? Whatever it is that's bothering them about you. I've, I've got to change oh, that. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Got,
0: specifically about how. I'm very enthusiastic and loud and I talk a lot and I found myself always trying to make myself smaller so that I would be more palatable for other people Mm -hmm. because I've heard they're like, you're just so loud or you know, you know, Paloma, she's just so loud or she just talks so much. And it's like they're not saying it in kind ways. So I'm like, okay, to fix this problem, I need to stop talking or being so loud. So I would I think it was like recently it was like about A year ago that I was just I would be like, okay, when I'm around certain people that I know that like are not crazy about me talking or being loud, I'm just going to sit there and just be there. I'm not going to say anything. I was kind of like afraid to speak or anything because I was like, I don't want them to talk shit about me and think that I'm too much or I'm too loud. And feeling like you're too much is so, so so hard because it's like that's my level of how how I feel and how I express myself—it's too so, much
1: for you. That's why I said,
0: "Yeah, yeah, it, maybe you're just not doing not enough. enough." Yeah, you're I'm do, not too much. Out, you're doing too. You're oh, you're so much. I'm like, well, maybe, like Ryan said, maybe you're not doing enough because mm-hmm. I'm just being myself. And I was just for a long time trying to put myself in a box and being like, okay, just see other people aren't like really being loud. Like maybe you just don't talk because I didn't really know that in between or what was too much or what was too little. Because obviously my A bar of being loud and talkative was not as high as other people. So I just found myself pretty sad and finding myself that I was not being who I was, like not being authentic to myself, not being true to who I was and just leaving these group settings or friend meetups with where it's like I'm sad. I'm not feeling good about myself. And I just finally was like, okay, maybe you just be yourself and then you only surround yourself with people who actually do love you for who you are and Mm -hmm. understand you and actually like that and that's okay if not everyone likes you there's so many people in this world and you meet so many people and you have friends or you have best friends and it's like you really you can't be expected to like everyone i'm like i don't like everyone why do i think everyone would like me why do i think everyone would be like she's awesome that's a lesson i feel like i had to learn through the internet through doing Mm -hmm. youtube is when you're posting online, you're opening yourself up to everyone. Right. And not everyone is gonna like you. And that's okay, right? Like, I don't like every content creator out there. Right. Also, there's the whole thing of like, but I don't have to tell them. I can just not watch them. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) But the people that do tell you, I early on would take it really personally. And like, oh my God, they thought this was a bad video idea or my voice was annoying or I was to this or to that. I should change that because I want them to like me and say my content is good, especially with the Internet. If you change that, someone else isn't going to like that change. Right. Yep. Someone else is going to say, this is boring. You're, you're not even excited. You're not even enthusiastic. Yeah. Gosh, She looks like she doesn't even enjoy doing this. Right. And but then if you're too excited, someone's going to be like, tone it down, mm-hmm. bring it back. Right. And I had to realize I just need to truly be myself yeah, and do what I want to do and be true to who I am. And the people who like it are going to stay and are going to find my content and are going to be like, this is for me. Yeah, right. And the people who don't will go find someone who's more their speed. But I can't take those comments about who I am uh, to heart and change myself because I would just change everything about me mm-hmm. because right. I'm sure someone out there has commented About every little thing that that I do, right? At least someone has said something about everything, and so then who would I be? Right? Right. If I just kept changing myself for other people, who would I be? I was going to say, imagine like trying to adjust yourself to these things, and even if, let's say, in this perfect world, you are like, okay, I'm going to adjust myself so everyone likes me. That is quite literally impossible. You could make your your life look so perfect on the internet, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is something that like I'm proud of, and I want to present myself like that, like that. Okay even when you think that you are doing or portraying the perfect quote unquote version of what you want to present people, no matter what, will still feel a certain way because of their life expense experiences and right. their own trauma and just things like that. They're no matter what, there's going to be a problem. Uh-huh. Even let's say I, I stop talking all of a sudden, they're gonna be like, she doesn't talk enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's th- boring. That, she's, she's quiet. Bo- yeah, yeah, Yeah. So even any little adjustment, if you try to it's still going to make someone else upset because of their own life uh, experience and how mm-hmm. they feel about th-
1: certain things. Yeah, it's there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. because someone will dislike you.
0: I'm realizing that all of these breakthroughs are somehow intertwined, right? Because <laughs> that that is people-pleasing. And that is also when, like, if I'm changing all of these things because of comments, because of that, that's begging people to stay mm, and yeah. to like me. We're just wanting to be loved. We're not (laughs) not so different after all. But we're not. No, no, we're
1: not. And I think this is a great conversation to prove that. Mm Where we're we're all we all have different life experiences, right? But like you said, they all intertwine, and we all kind of go through this feeling of not being enough, not feeling wanted, wanting to be liked, wanting to be accepted. And and the reason is, like we we've talked about this before, it's just human connection. We Mm -hmm. just want other humans to value us mm-hmm. and we're taught that like other people, other people's opinions and how other people see you is more important mm-hmm. than how you see yourself.
0: And that's that lesson. And I think that that's how the breakthrough happened. I was like, you need to be happy about who you are not in. And this is something that I tell myself what other people think about you is none of your business. Mm-hmm. I yep. love that. Yep. none yep. of your business. And and, and and a part of me back in the day would be like, Absolutely, it is because guess what? If I find out, then I can change it. <laughs> no, babe. Right, right, no, right. no, no, no.
1: It is not your business. Yeah. It has yeah. nothing
0: to do with you. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like, I think another one of those things that I say to myself too when I'm like starting to get in my head about stuff is like, you go to bed, who's there with you? you me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that is the only thing that I can work on. That is the only thing I can fixate on. I can't read people's minds. I can't do anything to change anyone else. And so I need to figure out what I'm going through up here, handle it, and move on. Mm Because if I'm sitting there stuck, like, well, what about this and what about that? And what if? Mm -hmm. And maybe they are talking shit about you. Yeah. Let them. They probably are. Yeah. Somebody is. Yeah. So you let them. And and there's nothing you can do. You can't stop them. Yeah. I said, also, I said, if you're talking shit, good. I'm doing something right. All right, Ryan, What's your last one? My last one. Oh, this is a good one. This is good. The my last one is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm. There are too many times where we see someone act a certain way or they, you know, say something, and we're like, we can change that. Mm. It's not that bad. I see the potential. That word is like triggering for some reason. <laughs> The potential, I guess your potential, I hate yeah. that, but we see like we see people like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: they can change, and they can change, but also, let's look at the facts. Mm. let's look at the patterns if they wanted to, they would, so let's also take that into consideration. but like when someone shows you or tells you who they are, there should be no other option if you're like, oh i'm just I'm just like that, I'm like, okay,, mm-hmm. then I guess you just like that then yeah until you prove otherwise but i don't know why we think that if someone says something like oh you know i just you know i I, i'm not really that nice but like you know it's fine I like you like that's fine that's a red
0: flag do you think you're seeing who you want to see instead of who they truly are yes yeah which is problematic and harmful and i think it's it's bad both ways right like because then if someone is romanticizing you, seeing what they want to see instead of who you truly are. And we all have flaws. We all have things we're working on. Right. Then they they aren't truly with you. They're with this idea of you that they've created. Mm-hmm. So I read something that says the potential you see in other people is actually the potential in you.
1: Ooh. Oh. And
0: you're like, right, because I'm the one coming up with those thoughts i'm literally the one conjuring up this whole thing you're not they're not doing anything they're not probably not even thinking about it but you're out here like but what about this what about this right baby it's your own potential and what you could have and what you want
1: rather than that person and like on the flip side of that like you like romanticizing someone is uh, that could also be you like ignoring very clear Mm. red flags and then when they act the way they said they're gonna act you are like hurt distraught how could you ever I'm trying to do this and that. Mm-hmm. Well, I I told you that that's what I was going to do. I told you that this this was what it was.
0: Or someday you're going to take off those rose-colored glasses and be like, "Who have I been dating?" Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> it's that whole thing where when you break up, you're like, "Oh my god, I Put I, up with that, right? Exactly. But in the moment, you're convincing yourself that's not who they really are, right? Wait, there's an Ariana Grande song. I think it's in my head where she goes, uh, "I saw your potential without seeing credentials," and I feel like it's
1: Ooh. Ooh. the nugget. Miss Ari, mm. Miss Ari, without credentials. I was like, Ooh. no, but that's t <laughs> again. There's that word potential. That was something that too, like you can. It's goes past romantic relationships, right? It does. Friendships, relationship with your family, bosses, coworkers, like. People will literally show you their asses. They will. uh, It only takes a moment. It doesn't take that long. And so that is your cue to decide whether or not that's something you want to put up with or something that you can work with. But the moment you're like, well... We can. I can
0: change them. Oh, what if we. Oh, you can't. You can't. can't. They might change on their own. Yes. But you're not going to be the one to do that for them. And they have to want that. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, how hard is it for us to change ourselves? You think we can change someone else? Right. Write that down. Right. Are you guys hearing all these breakthroughs? I'm like, if I could just. But if I just do that, then I'll change. Imagine trying to change someone else.
1: Right. You can't. And how long it takes for you to do that? Yeah. It takes so long for us to apply these things. Imagine. Yeah, right. You lost me. Yeah. So I guess I think save yourself time, save yourself the heartache, save yourself your breath and just believe them. Mm -hmm. And if they change, good for them. Yeah. And if they don't, well, they said they weren't. So
0: (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) All right. see. So my last one is very like internal, like is an internal change. And that is that I think I used to have a problem with apologizing and i used to be incredibly defensive and i think this is a change i only made in the past like 2 years that i think i i could apologize but i always had to explain myself i had to add the disclaimer i'm sorry but it's because of this right well i did that because you did this right i couldn't just humble myself and say yeah i'm sorry like and and then move on. right? It had to be this big thing. And actually, how I think the breakthrough for this for me was online. If I made a mistake, whether it is uh, using verbiage that was offensive to people or maybe not talking about something I should have talked about, I reacted to that with defensiveness of well, why 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 is this that? I didn't mean it this way. I did that, da, 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 da. right? and I also felt like if I apologized, it had to be this big thing.
1: An apology video. <laughs> an
0: apology video. <laughs> I, I have actually I don't think I've ever made an apology video. Good so. for you. yeah, good for me. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it has to be so black and white that either you put on the gray hoodie and cry and make the apology video and center yourself. Right. Or you ignore everything. And I realized the value of a quick Genuine, meaningful apology of, oh, hey guys, I said this thing or did this thing, both online and in my real life. I'm very sorry. And I'm going to change this moving forward and we're going to move on. Yeah. Right. And I think I've realized in an apology, you have to strip away your defensiveness. You cannot come with this feeling like you need to defend yourself, excuse yourself. You have to humble yourself. Instead of saying why you did it or why you thought it was okay, you need to say what you're going to change. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, if I apologize for the way I worded something, a quick all I need is, hey, guys, sorry, I didn't realize that this thing was... You know who's a great example of that is Lizzo. Mm. She released a song where she used a word that I didn't even know was offensive until her apology. She released the apology, just quick Instagram post, and said hey guys, I wrote this song. I didn't realize this word that I used was offensive. She explained why it was offensive because then she's educating people like me who also didn't know. Right. right. And she goes, i re-recorded the song and it's out now. Amazing. Easy. That's easy. That's yeah. so right. easy. It's really not that hard. Right. Um, but I think we make it so hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I have learned to lower my defenses, apologize, and explain how I'm moving forward. Right, and I think a lot. That is a hard thing for a lot of people, especially white women.
1: Mm. I think,
0: at, as a white person, we have that the what do they call it, white fragility. Uh-huh. Oh my God, no, me, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I didn't this and that. I and could never, I could never, I would never. <laughs> and it's like sometimes we do things unintentionally that hurt people. Apologize, won't do it again. And the the, the big piece of that actually change, right? right?
1: I think the the off-putting thing about specifically, and this is specific to youtubers and influencers is when they do make the apology video and they sit on the ground and they wear their hoodies and they cry and they do a whole thing and then like kind of disappear for a little bit and mm-hmm. then come back like nothing, nothing ever happened, happened and don't change every time you make an apology video or or apologize for something, and it's this big, huge thing, no one believes you, you're just doing that so that people get up like leave Get you alone your back. Yeah. exactly so you can move on and do other things and i feel like the way that you handle criticism or even people just educating you is the correct way to do it because not only are you acknowledging that something is offensive to someone or is hurting some other like group you are taking the time to acknowledge that tell them that you have you heard it them. and you heard them and then You do your part by also educating other people and then moving on and being better, like you said, that you would. Yeah. And a lot of people say they're going to do it and then don't do it,
0: Mm.
1: even though it's not hard. But, you know, people people are who they are. Yeah. There's something admirable about that because it is so easy to really just hear somebody. And you don't have again, you don't have to explain. We didn't ask. You don't want to know why you did it. You did it. This is why you shouldn't do it again. And here we are, but yeah. people really like you're saying like they get defensive and they just want to explain because they, how I don't want people to think that I'm like this and I don't want people to think that I'm like that, that. Maybe you're not, but just prove that. Just I was say, just say, just, just show it. Just show it. Well, and what
0: I realized, because when I used to do that, mostly in my personal life, a little bit online, um, it made me, when I stepped back and said, okay, if I feel the need to explain myself, then what is the purpose of this apology? Is it to make me mm. feel better?
1: Mm. Because
0: if it's explaining myself and trying to convince them that I'm a good person, right. it's not about actually being sorry. right? right? It's to make myself feel better. Yeah. Right? And so that's where I've tried to just take all of that away. Strip down the defensiveness, strip down the, but, but I need to make myself feel better. It's not right. about me. Ooh, that's good ladies
1: we have uncovered
0: some <laughs> serious, we have climbed some mountains today and i honestly yeah. feel like l- from listening and just chatting with you today i actually feel like i'm gonna sit on some more th- like more things yeah, and be yeah. like you're right like i some you don't you don't know till you don't like you, you yeah. know yeah, and yeah, now yeah. and now i'm starting the wheels are turning where i'm like you're right mm-hmm. i could i could better myself in this way and it be happier yeah. just yeah yeah I uh, thanks for the therapy session. no, yeah, so no, no right. no right. I think help talking about these things helps us too, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. because oh, yeah. otherwise, it's just all in your brain, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: to get it out, yeah, <sighs> and these aren't everyday conversations that you're having,
0: no, you don't like go out to lunch with a friend and be like, So lately, I've been thinking about how defensive I am when I apologize <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so true though, but this is good. um it's good for us and like hopefully it's good for you guys like yeah we we obviously the goal of this is to make everyone feel like we're talking to you guys it's like we're talking to each other yeah and i feel like now that we've all kind of talked about our own situations we can all go back and i think i lost my train of thought
0: (laughs) thoughts gone
1: brain Brain empty. empty
0: Well, oh, I I think I know where you were going. Were you okay. going to say that we had these breakthroughs and maybe we want to hear from y'all in the comments? I think that is what That's I was trying right? to say. Yep. Uh, let us know a breakthrough you have had recently. And maybe by reading through each other's things in the comments, we can uh, start some more little Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I know we're going to read some good stuff and be like, yeah, yeah. oh, my gosh, you're so right. You're <laughs> like, oh, my God, me too. Me <laughs> yeah. too. Same. I, I know. Yep. <laughs> Same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, listening to you too. I was like, yep, me. At me. Right, 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 right. This is about me. Yeah. Right. Is this play about it? Or what is right. It?
1: Is, this is this play, play about, about, about us?
0: us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's all we have for y'all today. Thank you so much for watching, listening. Uh, like this video if you're on YouTube. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple podcast all the things. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye guys.